From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, back again for another exciting episode of the Power Move. Indeed, with us today in the studio, I am your host, John Gafford. As always, to my left, Colt. Silverware fetcher Amadan. I appreciate I you bringing it. Yeah. Well, your wife yeah. said your wife said she, just, she said we fetch silverware today, so that's what you call the silverware fetcher. Oh, thank you. And we'll go with that. And as always, with us in the studio, the counselor Chris Connell. How are you, sir? Living the dream. And guest sitting in with us today, man, power Ooh. mega agent, an all around good dude and personal bro, Eric Gordon. What's up, Gordon? How are What's you? Up, dude? Thanks for sitting in with us today, buddy. Always I appreciate a that. Always, always a pleasure. pleasure. So today on the Power Move, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, you know, because I just think people get a lot of bad advice. I think they get so much bad advice. And I saw, you know, call it a meme, call it a post, call it what you will. But it was kind of a, it said advice from an 80-year-old guy. And I read it and I thought it was pretty good and I thought we would share some of that. But, you know, so we're going to get into that in just a minute. We're going to talk about good advice you've gotten, bad advice you've gotten over the years. Like, hang out with Colt. That's bad advice. We'll give Colt a segment when you're talking about anything is bad advice. But no, but just things like that. Great, great advice. Things you can go with on that, on that aspect. But let's talk about some current events because we've got stuff going. First of all, do you guys, is anyone not aware of the Ponzi scheme going on in Vegas right now? You told me a little bit about it. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's here's the, here's which where, one are we talking about? Here's, no, here's where <laughs> we're at. Is there like one in, yeah, individual or yeah, no? No. He, you mean you mean gambling? No, no. So, so here's where we're at. I, I get a phone call. I get a phone call last maybe Thursday or Friday, seven thirty in the morning, and it's from one of our escrow officers at Clear Title, and for all your title needs, Clear Title. <laughs> so, one of our escrow officers, and she says, "Hey, the FBI is like outside our doors." And I go, what do you mean the FBI? She goes, the again? F- yeah, she, no. <laughs> again? she goes, the FBI is here. She goes, there's like a tank thing and there's like a bunch of dudes in FBI vests. I'm like, there's no reason they should be there as I'm randomly scouring through my head every possible <laughs> yeah. bad thing. You're like, my, v- my VPN done. was supposed to protect yeah, me from this. It was just everything I may have possibly done going forward. And I'm just scouring through this. And, and then I'm like, so she texts me back. She goes, okay, they're not here for us. I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, I went outside and I said to him, I go, hey, uh, can I move my car? And they go, no, don't worry about it. And she's like, you know, should we be worried? And the guy just looked at her and said, ma'am, we're the FBI. If you can see us, we're not here for you. Yeah. It's like, we're a little sneakier <laughs> than all this. We're, That's we're pretty just, slick, yeah, We're not, not going to have the rally meeting in front of the house we're about to raid. Anyway, so they all take off and they actually go up the hill into Askaya which is a very, very nice neighborhood at the top of the hill uh, here in Henderson, Nevada. Now, oddly enough, the people that we carpool with, we, we, my wife shares drop-off pickup duty of children to school with, the house that was being raided was the neighbor's, was the next-door neighbor. So she's calling and says what's going on. Now, terrible part of this, what was happening immediately was the first thing I hear about it is that there's a big wedding. Their daughter or son was getting married that weekend, and all of their extended family was at the house when the mm. FBI hit it. Wow. So, kapow. The FBI comes looking in. Bang, bang, bang. Turns out we're starting to put some stuff together. I hear it has something to do with buying out or advancing money on lawsuits that are pending. Right? Big returns. And I start thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I've heard something about this before. So, I was like, my attorney had mentioned this at one point. So I call him, call one of my attorneys, and I say to him, hey, what's the name of that dude that you were, that, that was trying to get you to invest with money with him? And he said the guy's name. Yeah. yeah, and it was him. And I said, this is the guy, the FBI just kicked his door in, right? 
And so from there, there was an article yesterday in the RJ about an attorney that was associated with this that pulled a gun on the FBI, yeah. if you didn't see that. Yeah. Marshalls went to his house. He put a gun to his head. Own to his head, office, yeah. To his own head and then, and then pointed it at the cops, at which point they shot him, not fatally, but in the hospital. So now he's going for that. Wow. And so as this starts to unravel, I did a post yesterday on, on, on the gram where I just said, Hey, look, be careful in what you're investing in. Right. Uh, you know, cause we're always raising money for our real estate deals. And I said, look, if you can't touch it, walk it, feel it, be careful with what you hear. And if the returns are too good to be sound too good to be true, they probably are. That post alone, I probably got 30 messages last night from people saying, I have a friend that has a million dollars with that guy. I have friends that have, I mean, a lot of the lacrosse parents lost money with that guy. I've, I mean, it was like, this is gonna wind up being a billion dollar Ponzi scheme. Dang. A billion dollars is gonna evaporate because people got some bad advice. And and here's how far reaching it is. So this morning, I get a, I get a text message, right? With an image from the Nevada Secretary of State website showing an entity, and that entity has the main guy who got raided, his name. You can say his name. I don't know where it is, but Matt, b- below Matt, it. Matt Beasley. Okay, below it is the attorney who pulled a gun the on the cops yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Is the registered agent of said LLC. And the third person is a guy's name that I had not seen on this on this corporation, whatever it was, was pest control company. I'm like, what, who was this? So my buddy goes, you might want to search your website for that guy's name. So I search his name. First thing that comes up, this cat, Agent at Simply Vegas. Really? Yeah. Now, granted, I don't know this guy. I don't know who he is. He's only been here for like a hot second. He's done one real estate deal, and it was his own house up somewhere very quickly. Wait a second. Pest control? Yes. That's the LLC it was under? It was a pest control LLC. So, yeah. So, needless to say, (laughs) needless to say, as soon as I saw this, um, he got, we we sent his license back. I don't, I I want to steer clear of it, which let that be a lesson to you. That's him, Paul. I think it was. I don't know. <laughs> I turned him on to the company. <laughs> oh, no. He's my pest control guy. <laughs> oh, is he? Oh, I don't Shut know. Up, really? I oh. turned him on to the company. To this one? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe it was. The views I'm, of I'm Eric Gordon sure do not yeah, represent sure the views of Simply <laughs> Vegas. No, no, you got to talk right. No, no, but, but my thing was, uh, you know, but here's the point. The point of it is this, is... If you think in this, if you think in this country, whatever there, there's due process and all of those things, you're maybe these guys may get their day in court. They may be able to figure out what it is, but as a business owner, I'm out. Like you're even remotely tied to this. I'm oh, gone. Sure. I'm gone. I don't now, granted, want him doing my pest control. No, no, but I don't, right. I don't think this guy sure. now, granted, I don't yeah. think this guy, he's got bigger problems than having his real estate license that he did his only one deal, which was his own deal yeah. to our company. I think he's got bigger problems, but, but do you know that that guy's involved in it? I don't care he, if he was cause he's a manager. Well, I just, cause here's the thing. Like, obviously you don't want the witches out, right? You don't want yeah. the, you don't want the pitchforks out. You don't want to imply that somebody could be involved in something if they weren't right. So even if at the end of the day, what happens is being associated by stuff is enough to not want people to represent or be associated with you, but being on an LLC doesn't necessarily imply that you had any part to do with no, this other thing. hundred percent. But if the only other two people listed on these LLC docs were people now implicated in this Ponzi scheme. But was scheme, that company named? No. What was the company it, on the it, LLC? That, other, that lawyer was just an officer. That lawyer was just. The, the lawyer was a registered agent. Yeah. The main Ponzi scheme dude was a member, and this other guy was a member. Okay. So, because here's the thing, right? There's other companies. Like, I'm, I'm a member of other LLCs for, you know, Rock Pro. Yeah. I'm a member of Rock Pro. So, if my partner in Rock Pro was doing dirt, 
you know, it wouldn't mean my legal business is doing anything weird. Right, no, I, it, I, I understand it that, would, but it, but to it the would public. Yeah, people but to the public, people totally would draw those. Totally agree. People would draw those. They would draw those lines. Absolutely, but you know, like I said, it's just one of those things where. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I I get it, but the point being is, and again, the, the guys, in, if you're in real estate, you work somewhere, you're an independent contractor, That's right. so your contract Absolutely. states I can term you for any reason I Perfect. want, instantly yeah. can. Yeah. So this is not violating any employment rules or laws that I'm right. doing, but just keep in mind that sometimes guilt by association can be as bad as guilt itself. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. So you've got to, you know, have 360 vision, understand who you who you're hanging you're around is a with, is yeah. a, is you. Absolutely. You are that perception because there's been times in my life when I've been left holding the bag of shit and have had to, you know, settle up seven figures because other people were not honest. And, you know, totally. you, you pay the price and it is what it is. But so I just sorry, want to clarify that, that nobody's implying Paul is <laughs> Paul anyone Pest named Paul. Paul. No, no nobody named Paul has done anything wrong. Anything. Can we nobody. just talk about how, terribly how horrible would it be to be shot by the FBI because you're trying to do a suicide probably by cop and why not would you be... Ra- yeah, can, why, just kill yourself. Why not, suicide by cop is supposed uh, to just do it? Awful. I mean, I don't I, I don't know why be that's a, a man. preferred... preferred <laughs> Get a cigar. Get a cigar. Uh, shoot yourself. In uh, this the is head. Uh, mental health week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Don't no. shoot yourself. Don't, don't shoot, shoot the police. It's ridiculous how these guys Suicide are out there cop. still doing Ponzi schemes. Like, isn't it easy I, enough to do? Well, well, this is like that's a legit. That is a legit way to make money. If any, all these Ponzi schemes, you can make. No, not Ponzi scheme. No, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. I'm out of here today. All these Ponzi scheme people would be worth a lot of money if they did what they're saying they're doing legitly. The problem is there's no way to do what they say they're going to do legitimately. Absolutely, that you could not tell me you could not go do this okay, what they so, were doing so i just want to point out that what i'm understanding is that this was tied into litigation funding okay. yes so here's how that works and here's why it's easier at first to pawn people scam, scam people but i'm telling you you could do it legit and make I, some money i, I, I tell Wentworth, all my clients it's, it's i tell a, it's all my clients not to use litigation funding okay i don't use it as my law firm. i pay for all my litigation out of my own pocket but sometimes litigation can be up in a half a million, million dollars. Should you want your law firm tying up a million dollars pursuing litigation? Now, I I pay for my own, but I thankfully have never had a million dollar case in costs for litigation that I fronted. But there's companies out there that will loan you money if you have settlement money coming in. Mm-hmm. And I have in my retainer agreement, don't use them. I can't loan or advance you any money that's not related to case costs specifically. Yeah. And also, don't use these companies that are out there because the VIG is insane. Like yeah. you're paying 50% right. of the money back oh, yeah. you're giving them on interest for periods of time, right? Yeah, it's there's people that are hard up and they have a, a rough go at life and they got rent. I'd rather you paid rent and got a, a well, sweeter pot. Well, these these guys were super slick in what they were doing and how okay. because, because literally... One of my attorneys was like, look, when they sent me this opportunity, they sent me the case. Like it wasn't just like a, a pool I put money into. They sent case, me the specific yeah. cases. And he goes, I saw the case. He goes, I con- I looked it up. I contacted the attorney. He said, yeah, you know, this is how it's going. The problem was they would get a specific case and then sell it 50 times. That's right. A hundred times. So and that- you can do that in, in the short <laughs> term, right? You can get a lot of bites at an apple before someone realizes you're in the apple orchard. Yeah. Right. They always get caught. So if you want to take your upfront, you know, if you want to steal money, you can steal money with fraud upfront. There's a I mean, lot of people well, that commit fraud and get away with it for a while, but so, it always comes out. Well, let, let's let's ask this. So, do you think I, I part of me instantly goes to this when I think about this? Is do you think these guys are like, you know what, man? I've lived a good life. 
I'm in my 50s. I've done it. I'm going to go ahead and set my kids up forever. And they're on almost the Balzarian plan. Because, because mm-hmm. you know, yeah. my son, you know, my son who barely knows anything will become the literally yeah. the greatest poker player in the world for one year and win $50 million, which nobody believes that really happened. But, but there you go. I mean, it's almost like that's the plan. I'm going to, I'm going to take a pinch. I'll put this away. And this is how we're going to get the money back out for the family next generation. Yeah. I mean, maybe with crypto, right? Because now you can launder money a lot easier. Yeah. How much of that money's gone into crypto? Holy how smokes. would you ever know? How would you know? No way to track it. No way. I mean, yeah, it, it turns out there are. If you watch line goes up, the problem with NFTs. Yes. But the FBI and all those things, it could be on some server in China through some NFT bounced around well, 12 t- times well, okay. through different crypto. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you that. Well, let's talk about this, though. Let's talk about this because we had something else happen. It's like legal <laughs> It's like legal week here. So we had a situation where here for one of our agents here, I'll tell you a story. One of, this, is a good, this is an interesting story. One of our agents here sold a house, uh, had a client come in that was a crypto whale. That's how they present themselves. I'm a crypto whale. I don't know what's going to happen with crypto. I don't really want anything in my name. Can you hook up with like a hard money lender? So hard money lender agreed to buy a house for this client and then carry the note for seven months. Nothing illegal about that. Perfectly happens every day. Um, do like a bridge finance deal for them. So the hard money lender bought the house and then kind of this guy kind of disappeared. And they're like, what's going on? He's supposed to be making option payments. He, he wired like $150,000 in option money for this property. And then he disappeared. Turns out, not a crypto whale. Turns out he's a uh, dark web coke dealer and has been literally uh, sending cocaine all over the planet through the through the mail for years. And so he lost the option. And now, like his his wife was trying to sue somebody Vegas. I, I wonder what it does. The semantics of that don't matter. But the point of it is, I went through and I read the complaint, the U.S. government against this guy because I was just kind of interested, right? Dude, they followed this cat for years the dea followed him for years and every time they were moving crypto they had it so if you think your crypto is anonymous guess what if the u.s government wants to see what you're doing they're gonna find it because they they were documenting every single one of his his untraceable accounts they had them all they had everything and that dude's going for a very long time so don't think that just because you're in some deregulated it's going to go that way bro the united states government blew up the president of panama on one of its planes and then basically was like yeah fuck you (laughs) Like, if you don't think the United States government's going to figure you out, you think, yeah. like, yeah, you think by using a uh, signal and parlor or whatever, you're getting away from the grid. That's <laughs> some bad news. They're going to figure it out. Well, let's get, you know what, let's get into advice. So, first of all, I'll go through this and I'll give you guys a chance to ponder. And I'm dying to hear the best, in, the best, the worst you advice. Want, you want ever my gotten. worst <laughs> advice? I'm just had it today. <laughs> Eat a rice cake. How <laughs> fucking horrible is that? They're delicious. Okay, Have you, what? Rice cake? Rice cakes? Oh, am I, that's what it was. was it, a, it, it, was, it was not styrofoam. It was a rice cake. No. Plain, no. Flavored, yes. What do you mean This flavored? one was salted. What do you flavor it with? No, 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 no. There's flavor. like uh, white cheddar and then there's, uh, you know, there's ranch flavored rice cake. But doesn't that defeat the whole purpose of eating the rice cake? No, no, it's just a, light, it's just a lightly t- like flavored. The dust. Okay, I had one dusted. lightly salted and was lightly the greatest shit <laughs> I've ever ate in my life. It was... Styrofoam. No, it's delicious. <laughs> no, oh, totally. I, Top okay. three worst <laughs> foods ever. No, ever? rice cakes are wonderful. Is no. that number, going number I, one on that? I, I'm not no, that's it's number I three. I don't mind them. Number just, three worst snack. No, what? get it out of here. What's what are the worst three foods ever, Colt? <sighs> number three now is uh, rice cakes. Rice cakes. I mean, rice cakes. Horrible. So you know what, what else was horrible? <laughs> kicks. Remember kicks? <laughs> tastes like kicks too. The cereal. Yeah, it tastes like nothing. <laughs> 
Cottage Dude. cheese is awful. Oh, I love yeah. cottage cheese with no pepper. Of course you do. The number one would be anything vegan. Oh, God. Well, you are 100% wrong. Here's a shout out to the modern vegan on Paradise. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to tell nope. you one thing. I'm going to tell nope. you one thing. That impossible burger that they have now, I don't know what it's impossibly good. What wizardry they went into it. <laughs> it's impossible. But I had a good. client that was a vegan and he wanted to go to a restaurant. So we went to this place. They said, We have the vegan Big Mac. And I haven't gone to McDonald's. I don't eat fast food. Yeah. So he had the vegan Big Mac and I ate it. I was immediately transported back to 1987. First time I ever remember really? having a Big Mac. Remember and it was cool. wonderful. No, really? no. wonderful, and it was thirty dollars. I'm <laughs> the worst. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah, it's a problem. Colt, I'm with you. Something must die for every meal yes, that I have. I agree. Just, if something doesn't die, it's not a meal. And was eighty sevens McDonald's the greatest restaurant ever? With um, the play pin outside. Oh, and a toy. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. That's great. Sorry, <laughs> I, but I just want you rice to know, cakes. Though, I'm, me and you are going to fight. Vegans McDonald's has a rice cake now. McDonald's <laughs> really it's on their, yeah. uh, the It's called the McFoam. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> they just take the packing, yeah. the packing material that the uh, cones come packing in. That's what they go with. I'm shocked, Chris. You no, disagree with I don't. Me. I don't. For something about like, sometimes really things that are really bland and crunchy. If it's just a little bit of flavor on them, I'm, I'm telling you, it's not as bad. Let me get you a flavored one. You'll change it. <laughs> oh, no, we'll do that next spring <laughs> one next yeah, Tuesday. I think we're going to we'll have a, on a rice yeah, cake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, when we want to lose the last of our listeners, we'll do a rice cake <laughs> taste <laughs> test live <laughs> on the Power Move. Bring For it. the three we'll of you it. still listening, this is going to do it. You're going to be gone after this. It's all right. I Bring like one the barbecue Tuesday. one the best. <laughs> it's delicious. I hate barbecue. <laughs> Barbecue's a Tom Hanks of food. Oh, God. All right, so let's get into some advice here because uh, no, shockingly, we talked about nonsense for a solid 15 minutes. But this was this little thing. I'm going to combine some of these because they go together. But like the first one says, have a firm handshake. And number two is look people in the eye. Sure. And I think that is, uh, if you're going to teach your kids anything, teach them this. And I'll say this because, uh, you know, I had a couple different people come up to me at the party we had at my house a couple weeks ago. And they said to me, man, your son is just like a little guy, a little man now. I'm like, really? I'm like, that's like, there's no better compliment you can hear as a father uh, than your son's like a little man. And uh, and I went up and I said, man, somebody just said this about Hayden. And my wife was like, oh, I told him to make sure he looked everybody in the eye, stood up straight and shook their hand. I like shook for a firm handshake. And I'm like, there you go. I'm like, that. that's great advice. There's nothing worse than meeting somebody and getting a wet noodle. Well, uh, can we though? Especially from a kid. Can we, can we normalize the fist bump already? Is it fist bump already? Oh, though? I love that. Can we just normalize yeah. the fist bump? I'm sorry. I appreciate a good firm handshake. I get it. You know what? Uh, but I'm fuck that, bro. Just fist bump. Like, no I don't need germs. dirty ass yeah. hands. All right. Well, hang on a second. I will concede the fist bump for one thing. Yeah. If you stand when people enter the room. Great. If you're sitting and somebody comes in, you should fucking stand up. That's if you don't know. All right. I think there's a time and a place for a fist bump. Yeah. Right? I don't think it's always right like if you're meeting a girl's father for the first time okay fair. there's no fist pump yeah, yeah. there's no fist. if you're what's up you know, bro <laughs> if no. you're saying yeah, i'm sorry at a funeral there's no fist bump. <laughs> yes. okay okay you're, you're, hey yeah most can, inappropriate can, places caveats. for a fist bump i like this can this we do this is better top three right. gorton's worst places for a fist bump <laughs> yes yeah, get it there's two what's number one the meeting girl's parents that's two what would be the number one worst place i don't know but yeah funerals Maybe meeting sorry a president about your loss. or foreign dignitary. <laughs> sorry about, the queen. Sorry about your loss and the yeah. hand goes out <laughs> for the fist bump. Maybe a foreign dignity. Terrible. Dignity. Yeah, yeah, the queen. It's almost like fist bump up queen. Yeah, yeah. Like when he's asking for the ball. Yeah. 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 Uh, I like fist bump. I'd rather a hug than a I'd rather handshake. a hug than shake a hand. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather. Now, and in the time and age of Eric's got to be with us because Eric's just like me. He's kind of germaphobe like I am. 
So yeah, I, anyway. I appreciate a good fist pump. Touch on the man's warranted, hand. Especially yeah. people I don't know. Like, yeah. you know, if a landscaper comes up, you want to say hello more than just a, right? Fist give him a fist pump. pump. You got to give me a little something. something. You know, I good mean, hug. someone that you know really well, or if yeah. you haven't seen him in a while, or you're showing a sign of respect, there's no fist pump. No. When he comes out of the bathroom, his hands are still wet a little bit, then I'll shake his hand. Yeah, that's proper. That's proper. I know it was recently <laughs> washed. <laughs> well, hopefully that means it was washed. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you don't know that. I think, I, 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 it's so funny, I'm scouring my brain right now for any place worse for a fist bump than a funeral. I'm, I'm just can't come. I think he nailed it. He did, yeah. right out of the box. Girl's Me, dad. Meeting the girl's I don't know dad. if I came up with that real quick. Well, I'm just saying, if the hammer Great. came over and gave me a fist pump right out the gate right? it's like yeah you'd be like yeah no, no you're no. not you're not doing it next one or next two actually it says sing in the shower and own a great stereo system nah overrated overrated See, i have airpods i have great AirPods, stereo bro. System? i got 8k surround system infinitely better than any bullshit i have kids i start playing loud music they start complaining you know they, they want to hear we don't care about bruno or but i think no 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 see but here's here's the, the, but here's the point and out and it's awesome yeah here's here's the point yeah. here's the point though i think the, i think the point is you're hearing that is just go buy the the giant boom system uh which what you're hearing i'm hearing that is invest in quality to enjoy the finer things in life that's what i'm hearing. that's like a henry rollins that's what i'm hearing. henry rollins has like sixty thousand records or some shit and yeah. like the toppest end of all stereo equipment possible in his house is fitted out. A straight hi-fi. Straight hi-fi. Right from Buck's, Buck's <laughs> Super Hi-Fi World, was it? Buggy Nights. On the I-95. That's it. Call Bucks. <laughs> With every turn deadly, you get a free bowl. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. We just not going to talk about singing in the shower? No, we could, no singing in the shower. Go ahead, Colt. Don't do it. No. <laughs> I can't I sing. I, 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 I am the worst singer. You know what I like to do yeah, in the shower? I'm the yeah, worst I got singer. an Alexa. In, you got right? in there? So I'll go with a playlist, yeah. and then I'll roll out. Yeah, Dude, I'll tell you this. bad singer. When I whistle in the shower, my shower, sounds like the damn Sistine Chapel. Oh, really? it's, wow. it, it is magical. Next time you come over, you're going to be like, I got to hear the whistle in the shower. Yeah, We're not going to get in there. Let's all get in the shower. But you can walk in there. up, Gafford. Do you guys honestly not use the shower as a moment to make up arguments with nobody that's around and like win them or lose them? Oh, yeah. All the time in my head. Wait, what now? I'm with arguments in the shower by myself, John. <laughs> and get all pumped. Like, I've gotten yeah. worked up, or I've like, yeah. I've fucking dunked on people that don't exist. <sighs> I, I could see him in the shower know, like Cameron you know, from Ferris Bueller's no, Day. I, they'll, yeah. keep calling, <laughs> they'll keep calling. They'll keep calling. They'll never stop. I spend my shower time doing one of a couple <laughs> things. Either uh, either just thinking about nothing, like uh -huh. a wah, like a straight wah, wah, wah. Thinking about my day and pumping myself up for my day or talking myself out of the ridiculous reason I'm mad at my wife for the dream that I just had where we got an argument. Oh, you're one of those, huh? Yeah, dude. You know what she did to me last night? Uh, my dream? You want to know what she, you know what she did last night? Shameful. This is what she did in my dream last night. Because, of course, we didn't go to Mardi Gras, so she was concerned about it. So we ended up going anyway, right? We went last minute, but we've already given our rides away. So I didn't ride my parade. I stayed home. And then she went up. You know what she did? Rode on her. She rode in her parade. And then she was like, well, there's an extra spot, so I just did it. Oh, I woke up. I was ready to murder. Yes. Woke up, looked at him like, you're just- Did she apologize to you in real life? No, she didn't apologize to me in real life. She never oh, does. Man. She wow. never does. Shameful. Never. Never. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the next one. Keep secrets, it says you should do. Be good at keeping secrets. Very much oh, so. yes. Very important. That yeah. is- That's- and when right you there. don't keep a secret, what you're doing is you're making you responsible for the, my secrets now. Like, let's say I, let's say somebody has some juice or some dirt and I go, okay, you can't tell anyone this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Now I've got it off my chest and you're fucked because yeah. you're the one <laughs> you that has hold to hold it now or your character's at risk. And then you go tell someone, tell someone that gets back that nobody keeps secrets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, 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 secrets it never is, goes well. Secrets this is why 9-11 wasn't an inside job. 
Now, see, th- this one I'm going to disagree with. It says, never give up on anybody. Miracles happen every day. Yeah, give up on people, guys. They'll drain you. Yeah. They'll drain your ass. I'm going to disagree with that one. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of bad advice, I heard. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's a bad piece because here's the deal. You know, fool me once, you know, you've heard the old thing, whatever. Say, so when life gives you lemonade, say, dead, fuck man. the lemons and bail. That's it. No, dude, <laughs> you, you, get, you get one. You get, you get two chances, right? Well, like, yeah, you might chances. have a bad I've given people bad chances, thing. but yeah. people have certainly died. Yeah. Two, yeah, two chances. But I would say, you know, what? like I always tell people, when people show you who they really are, believe oh, yeah. them. Believe it. Believe them. They're not lying yeah. to you when they show you who That's they really are. That's a really bad advice. Yep. Very always bad. accept an outstretched hand. No. No, no. you don't think so? It'll pull no. you back sometimes. Like, I'm with you. Is that so, like if somebody says, "Is that like a handshake?" Always shake their hand, or no? It means I know you ain't doing. You that. need to help. Help. You need help. Hand. A hand always always take accept it? help because a lot of people have a hard time sometimes accepting help, which is true. Mm-hmm. But not all help is help you want. No. Well, that's a, there's some truth to that. I mean, you got to got to make sure there's no ulterior motives and no. everything. But I think a lot of people would be a lot further in where they are if they would have the ability to even ask for help for people. People's Agreed. ego gets you in the got, way. You got to ask for help, but not always. You don't always take it. And just like you said, uh, look, our room right here, if I asked Eric for help, Chris, you for help, you guys would truly mean that help. Yeah, it'd help you. If I yeah. went out to, you know, 50 people out there, 30 of them are going to be like, what's in it for me? And kind of screw you. So. Or if 50 people came up to you offering to help, yeah. you want to pick and choose. That's an intervention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 50 people show up. That's an <laughs> that's intervention. That's a whole other problem. <laughs> That's that didn't Oh my god, <laughs> that, that was hilarious. The SNL, that was, did you yeah. guys see that? See the SNL oh, for, monologue from last it, weekend. Uh, what's his name? What's it? John John Maloney. John, John Maloney. Maloney. Yeah, he says I uh, walked into a room and uh, you know there's a bunch of my friends there. And he goes, "You know you're on a bunch of drugs when you open it. When, when the first thing you think when you see a bunch of friends in a room is, man, this is an intervention for me. <laughs> first thing you see." <laughs> and he goes, uh, "I got to the point of the steps when I, you have to break up with your drug dealer, right?" So he goes, "My main drug dealer." I text him and he's like, "You know, hey." I'm sober now. I'm not going to be doing any more drugs, so I'm going to delete your number. And he's like, but I'm a nice guy. So I'm like, but I appreciate all of your quick and prompt service over the years. Everything <laughs> else. And he goes, he goes, before, he goes, before I could even block the guy, he sends me back, I'm so proud of you. And it was like, I thought that was really weird for a drug dealer to send me, I'm so proud of you. And I was like, you know, he's like, yeah, that means, and then he texts me immediately after, he's like, that means that I don't have to go buy drugs anymore. He's like, what? He goes, yeah, the only reason I was buying drugs is because I was scared you were going to find them. So you were going to get a bad Worst batch or bad something batch. off the street. And he's like, wait a second, are you a drug dealer? And he's like, no, I'm a painter. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like do you sell drugs to anybody else but me? And he said, no. He's like, how did this come to be? And he's like, well, you just kept asking. <laughs> That was great. That was one that of the best. Like, oh Always God. accept help. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. So great. You got to watch it. It's hilarious. Uh, so great. Uh, next one. Be brave. Even if you're not pretend to be, no one can tell the difference. I like it. I like that, too. I think um, I think there's a big difference between, you know, having courage and being brave. Yeah. You know, having courage is being scared and doing it anyway. I think being brave is just being too dumb to understand, understand the, the danger. It's kind of like one of the power ones. Yeah, it is. The power one. That list was awesome. We should it's, still go to the power one. Colt just wants to end. Doesn't want to show. That was show evil. weakness. Yeah, don't the 48 Laws weakness. of Power where Colt only found the evil in that yeah, show. Great. Go back uh, I, that. Did you realize he's probably got a short list of countries that he's planning on taking over one day? <laughs> he definitely is. He definitely <laughs> is. I, I, think, don't, I don't mean I think, democratically. I think <laughs> personally you can show some weakness, but in life and business you can't show weakness. 
No, I think well, I, th- I think look, I think vulnerability is one thing. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to show weakness 1, and vul- yeah, weakness and vulnerability are separate things. They are. Number ten, whistle in the shower. Uh, yeah, in the sh- you know what in the shower would be good. I think that just means that you know. Uh, I, when I, when Does I it just, really say whistle? It says whistle right there. But again, I, see, I'm trying to project meaning into these like one word. Right. This is Hold like, on. Carry a pocket of Werther's original. No. I mean, <laughs> how old is Oh, those are amazing. No, no, no. Those are great. No, All no, right. no. We're going around the Play room. The I want to see who the can ukulele. whistle. Play the That's, yin-yang twins I, I, whistle. No, no, no. Let's hear your whistle. No, I, mean, I, I can whistle, but it's, I need my shower to get the full effect. But the point, of, the, po- the point of it is this. I think, what do you gain when you whistle? What do you get? Happiness. You are moderating your own mood. I think it's hard to be in a pissed off mood and walk around whistling, right? Yeah, but so I, th- I think it's I one of those whistle, actions you can. Ta- I think it's one of those take. You can take an action that then puts you in a in, in a state. It's monitoring yeah. your own state by doing by taking action. Is there an asterisk there that says by yourself? No, when people are not. walking around the mall. <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. nothing. There's no quick way to annoy you other You should people. be able to punch. Somebody in the throat for that one. Yeah, good one. Just saying. Yeah, and then this Pointed is this is just not going to go along at all with this. Is avoid sarcastic remarks. Oh boy, I just well hold yeah. on. I actually think there's a lot of value in that because the sarcastic remarks. Well, here's the thing: like with your friends and stuff like that. But it's easy to fall into a trap of of negative becoming normalized. I, I really believe that. Right? You'll yeah. have friendships or whatever where oh guys just break each other's balls, but it's like at some point it, it becomes insidious. Where I agree. if the if the reaction is always sarcastically, at some point you're like, "Do you even like me? Like, Dude. are we?" Because you, you don't. Because it's got to be sprinkled in when it's I, funny and appropriate. Bro, I I had a conversation yesterday. I went to lunch. I went to lunch with my, one of my partners, uh, Gavin, who owns Simply Vegas with, and, and and Gavin is a phenomenal partner. He's a great partner to me. But I always cracked everybody. I was I, I would, and it was just really just a joke saying that Gavin doesn't do anything. His job here is just kind of be pretty and sell expensive houses. That's his job. Like I do everything else, and I've been saying that shit for years, right? right? Just as a joke, not thinking anything of it. Sarcastic remark. Mm-hmm. And yesterday at lunch, he said. Can you please stop saying that? It really bothers me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I was like, wow. I mean, I never would think in the yeah, world that would bother me. No yeah. shit. And, and I felt terrible. And I was like, bro, you know, I never, I mean, dude, we we run this company equally and do everything together. And and I felt terrible that just something stupid like that. But it's true, man. You, right. you just, something that you think is so benign and so stupid, right. you really can, you know, you can hurt somebody else that, that you love and, right. and, and does good things for you. So, so yeah. So it's not only friends, business partners, but family. You can do anybody. that too. Yeah, right? anybody. Like kids eat that shit up, and do. like now all of a sudden it plays with them. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, so positivity is is essential. It is essential. And I t- and I tell you what's what's really gotten bad. What's bad in my house is now they have this. So the ninety day fiance thing. If you haven't watched this disaster on A and E, you probably don't. My wife loves this stuff where you have guys go across seas and then trying to marry these women, whatever. That oh, guy, is that made, the that reason? guy that made my gun. So it's, yeah, so, yeah, so it's, he's the so it's freaking reason that I can't say, hey, just Google Colt from Las Vegas. Oh, right, my right, 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 right. God, what? So, ah. it's, so it's one of those things. <laughs> so it's one of those things where, but, but now they got, they do something called pillow talk where they've got the show going and they cut in people that used to be on the show now talking about the show. Mm. So the whole thing is just talking shit about other people as you're watching it yeah, and you get amazing. and you get sucked right you get sucked into it so now me and my wife are like yes yeah, you just start harping in and you're like bro this is not like we're sitting here making fun of people we don't know and yeah, this is not healthy nothing, at all. nothing productive there's nothing about productive about that whatsoever. no I, I i've been really being mindful of um cutting people out when it's appropriate 
not becoming just constantly sarcastic, trying to consider, you know, how other people take things or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, well, nah, I think it's big to we do had that this conversation when, last week. You were yeah. Oh, yeah. Sitting at my desk. Yeah. What did you give up for Lent? Yeah. I gave up being, I gave up negative thinking. That's what I told him. That's yeah. what negative I gave up thinking. for Lent. Negative thinking. Well, we're going to come back in a minute. We're going to take a. It's going well. It's going well. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. And I promise my wife applauds me too because she. It's it's easy in this business, especially this business, business. to get caught up in the negativity. Shit on everything. A series of things where it's 10 bad things to one good thing. And luckily, you know, the weights and balances shifts all the time. So it's not always like that. But. It's co- it's easy to get caught up in negativity. Oh, yeah. Well, we are going to come back, and what I'm going to read, I guarantee you, all of you will agree with it wholeheartedly. We'll be back in just a minute. Flavored ice cubes. It's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com, where we'll share any links that we've things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford.com. I'm here. Give me a shout. Back again from the break. We're talking today about advice. If you're watching us on YouTube or wherever you watch us, make sure you give us a like and subscribe. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, wherever you are, make sure you give us a quick review. Every little bit does count and we do appreciate it. Thanks so much. So when we left, we were just talking about great advice or bad advice as we read it from some stuff. And I love this one. Number 12, it says, choose your life's mate carefully from this one decision will come 90% of all of your happiness or your misery. Walk off home run. Yeah. To- total home run. So you've been on both sides of that coin, counselor. Sure have. <laughs> sure have. So I assume everybody's dated. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we all have. You know, maybe not Gordon. No, dude, Gordon. Gordon, dude, Gordon sent us a picture today, literally from 1988. For those of you, baby. 88, for those of you that were keeping it real in 88, uh, where's it at? And it says, this is what me and the bird looked like in 88. And it was, uh, you guys together then? Oh, dude, yes. Year, yes, well, dude. That's the year we met. Yes, dude, look at that. Look at that. That is strong. I'm going to get, I'm trying to get, a, I can't really get a close up on it, but yeah, there's Eric right there. And it's wow. looking like a child with, uh, with Shelly. Gorgeous wife. She looked yeah. like, like, seriously, she looked like Cindy Crawford. Back yeah, then. she did. Bro. She was like, MCA was still alive. The Beastie Boys yeah, were right, humming. Dude, Life was man, better. What a, what a day to be alive. That's Life was better. I mean, what a time to but be alive. I, like Chris said, I think we've both, or both, all been on, maybe not Gordon, but bad relationships, and that shit will drain you. Tear you apart. Tear you apart. You, you know, as you, as you go through it, one of the things that I saw was, and this is an interesting thing, and I've thought a lot about this as I saw it, but it said, you know, you got to make sure and I think a lot of people make this mistake. You're marrying your wife's finances as well, or your husband's finances. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of people, you know, everybody says marry for love and for no reason. I think you gotta have some common sense in that. And I think a lot of bad marriages come out of that situation where they don't understand that. Well, so everybody that we talk about marriage, what are we doing with marriage? It's a religious tradition. It's a civil tradition. It's a financial tradition, right? Mm -hmm. It's a contract with the state that says I will do X and you will do Y, right? It comes with, Mm different benefits for that. If you just love the person and you don't want to commingle funds, just date them. They, mm-hmm. You don't need you, to get married no, just because yeah. you've been together a long time. And anybody that has that false understanding of why people get married, right, should maybe reevaluate what's going on. That's a, that's some advice. Well, I, th- I think if you come from like Eric, a deeply religious Catholic background, I think that, that getting married is more than, than those things. I think it's, I think it's a union you're looking to make under the, under, under the eyes of God. Yes. No. Yes. And you know, it, it was, it's, taken on such a whole new meaning 
mm-hmm. as I've gotten older. Because when I was young, I was bred to believe this is what needs to be done. Step right? one, right. step two, step, step three. Step one, step two, step three. You yeah. get married young, you have children young, and then you go through- Buy a house together. three blocks exactly. away from the mom's so, house. And at that point, seriously, when I started dating Michelle, I thought I'd be in New York forever, mm-hmm. right? So it's certainly evolved into something that we know. And bear in mind, we've been together, this June 18th, my wife and I will be together 30 years. That's together, crazy. 30 years. But- you know, there's been a series of peaks and low valleys. Like you'll yeah. actually have like a 50th wedding anniversary we at some soon. point. Wow. That's crazy. I'm not, I'll, never, I'll never get that. Like we're, we'll be married 27 years. If, or if I do, I won't know years. about it. I'll be wheeled <laughs> out there. Yeah, exactly. I'm drooling on myself if I ever get to that point. And I think a lot of people yeah. just marry to marry. Like yeah. Yeah. Marry to feel companionship. Because they feel like they need to. People have kids because they feel like they're obligated to have yeah. kids and they shouldn't, right? It's a series and, of keeping up with the Joneses, too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You have 10 friends that have been married. You're yeah. the last person on the totem pole. Yeah. Dude, how often? I need to get married. Yeah. How often do you look at some people? And this is going to sound terrible, and I hate to be judgy, but sometimes you just meet some people and you take a look at them and you're like, bro, you guys should not have four kids. Oh. There's just nothing about this. At least this. five Turn times a day. We we're talking about getting away <laughs> from negative things. Yeah. 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 We're trying. It's like, does the world really need four more of yeah, you? you? Like Bill <laughs> Burr says, just he goes, you look at a wall of these family trees, and they had four kids, and they had four kids. He's like, he goes, I don't recognize a single one of you. Never did any did shit. <laughs> Stop so making true. that guy over and over. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need that guy. The the plant's closing down. We don't need four more guys. In the middle of traffic doesn't get in to let you pass on the yellow yeah. light or whatever. Like we didn't need that guy. And there's our blowing avoid sarcastic remarks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we tried for a couple minutes. Uh, make it a habit to do nice things for people who will never find out. I think that's yeah, interesting. Like that is that, I mean, how practical is that, though? It's not practical at all, but it's, you still feel good, right? Being charitable. Like charity, that yeah. whole Jack London thing, right? I, I, do, I do like doing, I, here's the thing, though. I, I'd rather see, I want to see the joy that people experience when I do nice things yeah. for them. That, that's the payoff for me. Here's something that's toxic in uh, charity and philanthropy is that the people The cell go, phone? When, no, no, no. People that go, hey, go do charity without telling them when you're doing charity. And I go, every time I see someone doing charity, it makes me think, hey, maybe I should go do more. Yeah. It's one of those things. But isn't that, there a line, though, with the cell phone? Go, and I don't a, care why people hey, do Hey, we're going to go out and give this guy $100. Cool. Gonna, I hate but that. I it's it's like at the end of the day to me the ends justify the means at all costs yeah i tell you what i, I tell you what i do like a, a bunch of my friends in utah have been doing this lately and i do love this started with a hundred dollars we'll get like 30 guys together and they'll all go out to dinner and they all tip 100 they all tip 100 bucks and they just give it to the wait staff and then now they've been doing thousand dollar dinners they go out i mean it was they gave a thirty thousand dollar tip the other night wow that's life to do to somebody's waiting tables in in, in utah that's life-changing i mean uh, yeah at least you're changing yeah yeah, it's your change. You could buy a house with it. All of a sudden, yeah, now you're yeah. in a real estate oh, game. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was or at least uh, upgrade a car. Yeah, right? yeah. Or get some your kids' braces, change whatever. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you don't put that on a hand of blackjack. Yeah, lend <laughs> 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 a rice cake. <laughs> of course, <laughs> turn that thirty into sixty, baby. That's it. No, don't do not do that. The thoughts and the thoughts and feelings of cold Amadon do not reflect those of the power move. <laughs> Do not go gamble away. Yeah, don't do blackjack. Don't do, go put it on first stop, 12 of roulette. Stop. <laughs> 60 to 1. Stop. 80. Stop. <laughs> Luck, roulette, baby. No, do not do that. That's terrible. Uh, do uh, Make a habit. Where, where, no. Lend only those books you never care to see again. Do you, no. get book, do you give books to people? I give books out, thing? and I give out the books that I would be happy to buy again. Yeah, I agree with that. I give out books all the time because 
if it made me, if it's a book I'm giving you, yep, it means like I just bought three Sophie's Choices, and it's just like there's people I know that should read them. Yeah, like, Sophie's Choice. Yeah, absolutely. That book is. Did it say to give away the one good one? No, like, no, give away the books you never expect to see again. If, oh. if you think you have a, a a good vocabulary, go read Sophie's Choice and let me know if that wasn't just one of the most challenging. Uh, challenging. I could, I could read it then. <laughs> no, but anyway. <laughs> I'd have to listen to it. <laughs> but anyway, there, there's all these books. Replay by Grant Ken Grimwood. I've probably bought five times. Yeah, I sent I, it as a gift ten. I bet Obstacle is the, is the way I bought twenty five copies yeah. of that book. It's a great book, and everybody should have it. Mm-hmm. Everybody should have it. You know, so. What's it called? Obstacle. Obstacles Away. The Obstacles by, Away by Ryan Holiday. I probably. A couple of plays. Can we, can we do a little power move advice? Yeah. What's the part? Go ahead. C. As I say, C. What is it? C. Yeah, the, the point is, look, this is just some old cranky man that somebody made a meme of. Oh, we you, can drop the goodness here's in. Here's the best advice. I was thinking about the other day. It is that C. Wis Packham Parabellum. In order for peace, prepare for war. Okay. Yeah. In life, I'm constantly preparing for war. Mm-hmm. That I'm never going to have a face. Pray for C. peace. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, in the shower, you will though. Uh, well, again, well, again, 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 again. Case in point. Case in point. Looking at a deal today in Utah, um, in, in St. George. We're going to build a bunch of houses up there, right? Took down the lots today. Everything's moving forward. It's good. And as I'm sitting with my partners, going through the plans, and we're looking at everything, 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 the financing, looking at all of the, you know all the all the deal points on it. I said, where is it if the market turns on us because St. George is going gonna, is gonna to stop? Mm-hmm. Like Vegas will be a slow-turning market when the market turns here. It'll be like the Titanic. That's going to be like a car hitting a wall yep. in St. George because there's no, there's no economy there. There's no reason for people to be there. People are buying houses there because the economy's good. That's it. And so I said, what happens when that happens? And, it, and, and one, of the, one of my partners said, well, no, no, no. We just got to charge for it. You know, just, you know, we get, we're doing this or not. I mean, we'll take our lumps when it happens. And I'm like, that's not a good enough answer. You, yeah. We've got to model out this disaster. Right. Because that's how you stay calm in the, in the eye of the storm. That's how you mm-hmm. stay that. You, you know, you don't want that to happen, but you've got to mentally prepare for I've the worst. for war, yeah. yeah. for the worst yeah. possible scenario. You're because when it happens. You're not your deals it, that it, way. You are going to be. Yeah. I've been to bars before. I've been to bars before with the guys I do martial arts with, different gyms over the years. And I remember one time we went to a gym. We went to a bar after after martial arts, and I was with some really, really tough guys. And a couple of the guys started trying to pick a fight with the table. I can't remember what it was for, but it was really innocuous. And I remember everybody at that table was perfectly calm. Wasn't any, you know, pounding chest or puffery mm-hmm. or whatever. And these guys were totally wrong. There's two of them. And they were uh, probably drunk and just creating a scene. And everybody at that table that had just literally prepared for war mm-hmm. was the most peaceful. Just, hey, you know what? We're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> no ego. No, And it's, you just, you know, you're like, well, you're- kind of want them to get up and <laughs> yeah. murder these guys. You're like, we, we are not going to beat these people up now? Why are we not going to beat them up? And by we, I mean me standing in the back going, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's going to be my, my contribution yeah. to because the barroom brawl. People are prepared for war. They're a lot more open to yeah. peace. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So model everything out. I, I think that's a great piece of advice. Mm. Great piece of advice. Loosen up, relax, except for rare life and death matters. Nothing is more important. Nothing is more is as important as it seems. This is a good piece of advice I give people all the time, That's too, great. which we, we talk about, you know, memento more, which mm-hmm. is my favorite little stoic saying, which means death comes for us. It really translates to death is coming, whatever. We all die. Everybody dies. Remember death. Remember death. Everybody dies. And, you know, like like your son. 
Gordon Jr. Right, <laughs> comes to me. It's, it's like, man, I said, but brother, you're too, you're too, you got too much anxiety about things. Yep. You stress out too much. And I said, here's a good exercise. Here's a good exercise for people that have too much anxiety. I said, the next time something happens that just crushes your world in, or you feel is crushing your world in, take a second and just write it. Like schedule 30 days from today. Go into your calendar and schedule an appointment for yourself and just write out the problem. And 30 days from today, when that pops up on your calendar, you're going to be like, oh, dude, I don't even remember that anymore. And I said, and once you start to see that enough, enough of those, I don't remember that anymore, you're going to start to realize that when these things happen, that nothing is going to end the world for you. It's just not going to be. You take shit too seriously. So I I do do love that piece of vest, which is good. Yeah, there's not a problem I had two years ago that I still have today. No. Luckily. No. Well, I professionally manage people's problems right yeah Yeah. so i do have things that you know there's legitimate problems that get created all of them have resolved themselves between all parties yeah i could never be an er doctor because you are dealing with life and death (laughs) you are yeah that would I eat know. me alive. Well, is, is that, that the, is eat. that the reason you could ever be an ER doctor? I'm pretty. Is that, <laughs> is that is, it's a personal choice? Is that what we're going with? You I know what? To not right. be an ER Guess doctor. what? There is four people here, and fifty percent of them have college degrees. That's a good point. Just That's saying. a good point. That's a good. Actually, point. I don't know if Eric does. Has what? College, college degree. degree. Do you? I do not have a college. There you go. Yeah, you guys so talking go. shit. I'm a step closer to being an <laughs> ER doctor than you are. That that is a good. You are one yeah. step closer than I am. To I was an emergency room um, EMT when I was 18. I did my practicum there. I was an EMT though. I was oh, so there you go. Get an EMT Can we all just agree that I was an AEMT, able to advance narcotics into people in the Narcan. So at the end of the day, though, mm. working in the ER is probably one of the most depressing things. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. And you know what, people, you know. Thinking back when I was a kid, I want to be a fireman. I want to be a fireman. You see some turmoil being a fireman and a cop, man. Those are oh, not easy careers. And these guys are so underpaid and so underappreciated Three. that the world should be ashamed of themselves the way m- most of these guys get treated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Firefighters? Firefighters. Yeah. You pull up oh, yeah, heroes, bro. You people can... love firefighters, but some people hate firefighters. Yeah. Firefighter. I've never heard Who of hates a firefighter? Who hates a firefighter? Dude, yeah. in New York, right, at some points they used to, you know, they used to go after firemen and basically sabotage their gear, their trucks and stuff. Yeah. Those were cops. No, no, no. no. <laughs> out of these firemen because they were condemning these uh, uh, vacant yeah. apartment buildings, closing down the crack Firefighters dens and the drug houses shot and all stuff time. like that. They yeah. they, they're, a, they're first responders, so they're in a dangerous position for sure, but... You I know, could not pull up to a car wreck. Uh, it's it's gross. I don't, yeah, yeah, I couldn't. And plus, when you're uh, you know, you're dealing with family on scene, and you uh, can't, you know, they, you're yeah. not giving any information, or you're treating somebody that they, they can't, you know, get close to them. Yeah. That's believe me. Yeah. Oh, firemen here, but firemen yeah. are, are widely recognized in society as as people that are you know yeah, helpful. helpful. Yeah. The kitten in the tree. It's a, yeah, kitten in the tree. That's but the visual. That's the visual you want. You, you yeah, ever check out a fire? You ever check out a firefighter's pay in Clark County? They make good money. Oh, they, they make good money, yeah. Money. They're making. They make good money. Well, it's hard bank. to get on. Clark, it's hard to get yeah. on Clark County. Is there a better it. profession that has like a better, like hero? lifestyle? No, just like oh, hero. Yeah, yeah. Look at them. Era. I'd like to think that cops and real estate or uh, lawyers and real estate <laughs> agents are <laughs> thought of in a similar <laughs> way in society. Yeah. I was going to become a fireman. I took the test, and by that time, when I got called, I was already on the in the casinos. You're hmm. already there. I didn't go. Already doing that. Next one on here says, be a good winner, be a good loser. Totally. I think. Um, Agreed. Nothing. What's what's worse, a bad winner or a bad loser? What's ask ask, uh, ask Brittany Mahomes. 
That's Pat Mahomes' wife and brother. Did you see that video of him just over it at a game oh, yeah. sitting next to him where he was yeah. just like, and she looks at the side, she's like, like that. You know what she said? You know what he said to her and what she said to No, him? but I'm dying yeah. to know. Oh, it's it? great. Patrick Mahomes looks at his wife and goes, would you knock off the resting bitch face? <laughs> and she goes. And that's why she, she turns and, she goes, and goes, he Patrick told just me. told me not to, to drop my resting <laughs> bitch face. She's like, does that face? I'm like, God, he's got to know better. How long before? Okay, say how long is this gonna last, Patrick Mahomes' he's, wife? I think he's over it. <laughs> I think he's. So over think it he had a kid with her. You think he's probably already talked to the attorney? Like, okay, what's this gonna look They're like? They're not married. Oh my! What are you doing? They're not married. What are you doing? He's. They just had a kid together. Oh he, it must boy! Be true love. Oh boy! Yeah, true love must be true love because the entire world hates this. Jay. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh man! Ah, uh, when someone hugs you, let them be the first to let go. No. no, because no? you might. This have is old up. man. This is where there's oh, original man. in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. no, because <laughs> creepy old man. Because what, what happens if no, the same time? The question is, what happens if two people read the, read this and then now yeah. you're hugging forever? How's you, that one? You quit yeah, with, no, and that's not something I ever thought about. But yeah. mm, no, nah, I don't agree with that. You quit when the erection hits the inside of your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> male hug. You got to do the hips out. You got to. There's a, there's no, a, there's a lean first. in. There's a lean in hip out. Hit hips first. That's how me and Chris go in. Cole, you do not lead with the hips on a man hug. Oh, That's me terrible. and Chris are going hips first. Then <laughs> I, I don't even know. Sword fight. I don't even know if our tops touch. <laughs> in a good sword fight, Colt, there's no reason to. <laughs> don't let go, Chris. It feels yeah, so can, good. You guys just hold each other's hands and kind of yeah. twirl in a circle. <laughs> Slow motion. Uh, Fan oh comes out, uh. and we're getting canceled for that. But of course, yep, that's it. Um, beware the person who has nothing to lose. I agree with that. Oh, totally yeah. agree with that. Putin. I say this all the time, John. As an attorney, Eric, don't do business with losers. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's it's like getting in a fight with a gang member. They yeah. have nothing to lose. They'll kill you. Our our whole justice system is predicated on the principle that at the end of the day, somebody has something to lose. Right. Yeah. Now, if I'm doing business with you and you have nothing to lose, oh, I can't sue you for nothing. Yeah. There's nothing you can get done with somebody that has nothing to lose. Right. Yeah. So don't pick a fights with people who are losers and have been to jail and don't mind it. This is this is something I literally. This is <laughs> something I, I feel like I have to explain this to one of our people once a week when a lawsuit or something comes up or they we get threatened a lawsuit. Well, we didn't do anything wrong. No, we didn't do anything wrong. While I completely agree with you, that is not what we're talking about right, right now. Talking about what do we have to lose? Yeah, because the point is, it doesn't matter if we did something wrong. We're still going to have to pay to defend this thing. Yep. There's still a deductible on our E&O insurance. There's still a lot. I mean, this could still cost us a truckload of money, even though we did nothing wrong. It's because you have something to lose. Even if we win, we're still going to have to pay for all of this. Because they can't pay because they're losers. Because they can't pay because they're losers. So, yeah. which is which? I, I, why do attorneys do that? Why do attorneys take case with people that they know can't pay them? Well, because here's the thing. If you want a bit of a, you know, I'm not trying to show the, the magicians never show the cards, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you look at something, you go, hey, it doesn't cost me a lot in terms of my time. Just to send the demands. To roll the dice. If yeah. you come back at it and say, go fuck yourself. And I say, well, now you have to pay me to go forward. Yeah. If they don't and can't, that's the end of it. Yeah, if they can now, you got to figure out. Okay, like, how, what does that look like? How are we going to do this? So that that's the whole issue with contingency versus you know hourly. Because if I'm incentivized hourly to pursue, you know, all yeah. that stuff, if you have someone that can pay, yeah. If not, there's there's no you know incentive to yeah. to go to war for people that can't pay you. Yeah, no, there's not. 
I love this next one. It says, be bold and courageous. When you look back on life, you'll regret the things you didn't do more than the things that you did. And I know, counselor, this is 100% your Same. ethos on the planet. Every day of my life. Every single day. Yeah. Um, wait, so let's go around. Colt, it, it, what, what, something that you wish you'd done, haven't done, whatever. Because I'm, I'm going to give you a good point for this. Go ahead. Um, I think that... What I will hopefully do is, but I'm mad I haven't yet, is a, a fund for real estate stuff. That's that's what it is. Okay. That's the number one. Professionally. Probably the only yeah, professionally. one. That's yeah, the only, professionally. That's the only, everything else you, you're good with. Yeah. You're good I mean, across the board. Life's great, man. Yeah. I've been very happy. Good. Gordon, what about you? What's the one thing like you wish you would have done, which, which you haven't done yet? I have a couple of gr- regrets. Yeah. And I made a few. No. What do you got? <laughs> um, so number one, I wish I would have traveled around the world by myself. Before I had responsibilities, obligations, and not that I don't think, I think I've, uh, I, I didn't rush into my life. I feel like I uh, didn't think about it before I got into it. Yeah. I knew what I always wanted, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad the way it turned out. However, I think that there was more that I wanted. Well, see, me, see it's so funny because me, me and Gids talk about you and Shelly all the time. Not always flattering, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. But what we talk about is because you guys got together so young yeah. and had your kids so young, and now like Mikey's twenty, Mikey's twenty six, twenty six tomorrow, twenty six tomorrow. You know, Maddie's twenty four now, twenty two, twenty two, whatever. But they're they're grown and out of the house and gone. But you and Shelly are now at a place where you are young, fit, healthy enough that you can go do whatever you exactly. want to do. Yeah, you know, me and Gibbs did a lot of whatever we wanted to do. Before right. we got married in our yeah. mid thirties and had kids, but you know, by the time my kids are twenty five years old, I'll be mid to late. You know, I'll be old. I'll be in my mid to late sixties. Now, granted, with my high level of income and the advances of modern, you know, science, <laughs> I have to probably live to be 200, 240 years old. So we talk about that a lot. Yeah, too, we talk about that. No, but but it, but it's just it, it's it's just different. So you know, but here's you know, I look at it this way. A lot of my younger days, or a lot of time when I was younger, I was not necessarily in the best financial situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I no couldn't just go do whatever I wanted no, to do. Not at all. So would it, would it be better to be young and be struggling and hostile? And yeah, you could still get around. I and mean, people do it all the time, stay in the, the $8 a night Thailand hostel and lose a kidney, whatever it is. But, Dude, $8 or, or be, in Thailand? Or be where you're at now. Because literally, sweet. is there any place on the planet <laughs> right now that you couldn't afford to go? No, you can literally go, you can stay at any hotel, five star to buy whatever you want around the globe and not even, it's not going to make a difference in your life. Right. It's not, the, the cost won't make a difference. We, we talk about that a lot, but now it's like, you know, yeah, no, we can absolutely travel, right? Yeah. But it's what my mindset yeah, for, yeah. was, my regret was, I, I wish I would have taken a couple of years. Yeah, just to yourself, own, just, just to yourself. Just to myself. And, and kind of bartending the Caymans or you know, just anything that came packed up, around right? like yeah, you, yeah. you could be on a beach one day or at a, a mountaintop the next right yeah. or the next month whatever it be but ultimately, then you'd be probably selling you know here's, here's, uh, here's, ready-made yurts or something no, right here, now. Here, here's here, here, but, but here's the question here's the question here let's dig deep on this do you think you had the brass really when you were 21 to just throw a backpack on and crow across the country I, I do I did I not I didn't I, I didn't because I was raised by a a pillar of a woman, right? That gave me the, you know, it's it's not what people are feeding their kids with, in with right now for the participation trophy and everybody's, you know, it, it, you know, exceptional in their own right. Yeah. She truly walked that walk and promoted it to me every day. So I could have done anything that I wanted. Yeah. Right? In my mind, 
that was kind of my fulfillment growing up because my mother kind of gave me the reinforcement that I can achieve anything that I want yeah. to. However, because of the society around me, I, I not only listened to my mother, but I was acknowledging and witnessing other people that have done it before me that I admired so much. Like my uncle Mike, when he passed away, my aunt and, my aunt and uncle, who he was like the guy who stepped in as my father, married 66 years loved each other like you wouldn't believe, like teenagers at 80 years yeah. old, they were like, so these are the people that I wanted to emulate and kind of yeah. be like. Mm -hmm. right? and, so I and, I and I think you guys are doing that. Yeah. Well, doing that. that. What about you, counselor? So you know my whole thing, but at, Dude, you know, you at, don't, at, <laughs> at 17 though, I did move out to the mountains by myself without any money. Like I, I had the, the stones to go do it. I just didn't know you could go do it outside of that small window of, of what was available in my small town, right? small area. So for me, the older I got, the more I realized how big the world is. It became very important for me to travel it. So I've been to 42 countries, been to 46 states. And it's only because no one's stopping me. Yeah. And I do stuff all the time because no one's stopping me. And one day. We need a new adventure. We need a new adventure. We've, we've gone on archaeological digs in Egypt. Uh, I got my pilot's license. I got, you know, I've climbed Kilimanjaro. I'm with the bulls. I want to do absolutely everything. And I realized probably too late. I probably didn't have you know a lot of people doing a bunch of stuff around me. Mm -hmm. That the world's not that difficult. You can just go do it. No one stops you. It's not as expensive as you think. It's not as time consuming as you think. Think of all the weekends you've sat there and sat at home and watched Netflix or whatever. All that time you could have you know gone on a couple. Like it's not that hard to get to isn't Europe. It, what, 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 no, just, yeah. it's isn't just it a couple wild hours. That well, Americans, like right, Americans, yeah, right. probably it is have the difficult. easiest way to travel, right, out of any country. <laughs> What, like for us, no, just to us to jump into Mexico to jump across. Sure, yeah. Like it's so easy for so us, easy. and, and cheap. we don't, right? Like it's cheap. we don't. Like I and I still, I don't have desire to do that stuff. Well, people always say this thing too. They go, oh, "I can't go to Europe. I don't have ten thousand dollars." I'm like, "You don't need ten thousand dollars. You don't need ten thousand. Drive, fly to Italy on a four hundred fifty dollar flight. Flight, yeah. We, my buddy and I one time grabbed a rental car and we drove around, and hit like eight or nine countries. You know, we had lunch in Bratislava. We had, you know. Went to you know some some uh, ruin bars in Budapest. It was awesome. It was a great trip. Yeah, totally I love, inexpensive. I love the ruin bars. It didn't. It, it, was, it was so much fun. Them. We should and all go uh, run them with the bulls. You just said it. Yeah, yeah. You, you should. should all go. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's no that. one stopping you. No one's stopping it, you. It doesn't cost any money. It's free. See, you yeah. know, like for me, for me, I'll, t I'll tell you, what mine is, and I'm curing it right now. Which is, this is going to sound really stupid compared to this, but the reason I I want it to sound stupid to people because there's a lot of things that you probably want to do in your life that ego is stopping you from doing because you don't want to look stupid learning to do them. <laughs> That's pretty much, that. that is that is such a massive part of my life is, mm -hmm. oh, man, I, I don't want people looking at me while I do that. I look like an idiot. And I'm just finally got to a point in my life when I'm over it. So, you know, I, I grew up in Florida, lived there my whole life, grew up water skiing, grew up skating, all that stuff. Never really took the time to invest in learning how to surf. Now I got the house in Newport. I'm literally 400 break, 400 feet from one of the best breaks in all of Southern California. I looked it up yesterday, man. Surf school. I'm gonna get private lessons. I'm learning to surf. That's what I'm doing. Great. And I don't care how I don't care how stupid I look nah. standing on the damn beach. I'm going to do it. Greatest it's workout. I, yeah, even I took surf lessons in Huntington. I've been surfing Hawaii in Huntington. Yeah. We took surf lessons. And we both were absolutely dog shit at him. Yeah. Terrible. But yeah. I was still, it's fun. I'm still thinking like, I'm going to go take some more yeah. surf lessons. Yeah. But no, no, I, I'm, I'm, it, I'm, it's I'm fun. It's good. Uh, to me, the sharks scare me. Sharks. Sharks don't care that, There's you. no sharks? There's no sharks that you got to worry about. They don't care Great. about you. In Florida, there's probably 600 you. people died in a car in Los Angeles trying to get to the beach. <laughs> and he's worried about, <laughs> about the one shark. shark bite and that happened in like, you know, South Africa. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you guys see the guy from Australia get, get eaten? God. He's in Australia. Australia, oh, yes. It doesn't matter. Worry about sharks in the tip of South Africa and in parts of Australia, yeah. yes. And, and in Florida. Off Florida. of. You get bet in Florida. Montauk, yeah. And California. There you go. Are we just going to name the whole world? Because you'll get bit everywhere. <laughs> California, that water, it's not. It, sharks don't really have an interest in biting people. They're not hunting you. No. Just saying. So. <laughs> just saying. You've seen Jaws too many Fear. times. Be brave. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. Never waste an opportunity to tell someone that you love them. I love that. Love it. Yeah. Love that. That's good. If you don't, when I was young, I saw a lot of death, crazy death. Yeah, I saw two of my friends get their heads chopped off in a freaking car wreck, stuff like that. Like, if you don't realize that leaving your house is dangerous every day, you know, people, sharks, the sharks, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but, you know, my regret is not saying I love you to people have died. Like, that's the only regret I have. Mm. Yeah, I just got into a motorcycle accident. Yeah, not yeah. too long ago. Oh, and yeah. Your day started. Any, started, any thought your days, once. Your day started off and I beautiful. Fell off the once, right? But You're, that scared the shit out of me. I won't ride a motorcycle again. Yeah, right? and move. that like literally was was almost like when someone told me I had cancer. Right, that yeah. changed my life. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, I like this one too. It says it says when friends are in the when friends or relatives are in the hospital, go see them. You only need to stay for a few minutes. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yes. You know, I see, you know, yeah, you, you don't appreciate that till like, like my, my dad was in the hospital. Like I, I try to get, I don't, thank God, knock on wood, I haven't had a lot of friends in the hospital for any kind of extended stay. Um, but I always do try to make it to go see him. But one thing I tell you, I, I have lacked that in my life over the years is not making a point to go to funerals. And I think that's something. Really? Yeah. I don't know why, man. So as a younger kid, like I had a couple friends pass away and I something about it. I was like, nah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the funeral. I went to my first funeral when I was 34 years old. Really? Yeah. God. I'm 41 now. I went to my first funeral 37 years ago. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people died and stuff, but they didn't have funerals. No, but but, but the the, the point is, I mean, dude, like, I I want people fighting over the microphone at my funeral. So (laughs) it's like anything else. You you give what you give. and, And I think... You know, even if you just, I mean, one of the things we did, like our friend Scott, his his grandmother died. And I think he was so touched by all of us going down there. Yeah. He was so touched just to be there to support him. Even if you're not that connected to people, you try to, you know, if, if it's somebody that's important to you and somebody that's important to them died, try to show up for them. Do you know what, Tom, have you, have you seen that movie, The Big Kahuna, with uh, Danny DeVito, I think uh, you've, Kevin Spacey? You've mentioned this before, but we've never. About the whole thing about, um, we, if you talk to somebody, if you really want to get to know somebody, you really want someone to understand that you're there for them and not yourself. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like visiting someone at the hospital. Ask about their kids. Ask about their kids. So because if you go to visit somebody at the hospital, you're doing something. It's an act of service for somebody else for their benefit. You get nothing from it. Right. It's it's a time when someone's down. It's not like there's some uh, uh, popularity contest. Oh, I went to my friend's hospital yeah, room today. But- That's truly like an act of like love or service, I think. I think visiting someone in the hospital, it definitely Chicken shows wings. that they're valuable enough to you for whatever reason to mm-hmm. go. I, I like that one. The chicken wings and the grilled cheese at hospitals. Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. I'll, 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 I'll say this. What? St. Rose Hold up the on. road is like Sizzler with doctors. It really, it really is. Oh, yeah, dude. Sizzler's, Are you guys? Uh, St. Rose comes pretty strong. You guys want to meet up at the hospital tomorrow for uh, chicken wings? When, no, every, t- every time we had a baby, I was like, I was more excited about the Sizzler than I was about the baby. <laughs> it was just that, yeah, I'm with yeah, it's you. that good. Really? It, it, it oh, was. Yeah. It used to be. I don't know if it's still that good, it still but it was that good. 
I'm going to run through these just because we're running run, run short on time. Take charge of your attitude. Don't let someone else choose it yeah. for you. I agree with that. Um, you know, if you wake up in the morning and you say I'm in a bad mood, that's a choice you're making. Yeah. Um, not that. Begin each day with some of your favorite music. Love that. Yeah. Helps put you in a positive state. Try Back in Black by ACDC. Oh, I play a different song every day. And usually my go-to is Judas Priest, Breaking the Law. Is it oh. Breaking the Law as your wake up? Yep. Setting the, setting the standard. Yep. My my wake up song when Alexa wakes us up every day is Lovely Day by Bill Weathers. Mm, that's really? a, we wake up to Bill Weathers every morning. <laughs> I go to Rob it's, Halford. It's hard to be afraid to Rob Halford. <laughs> Rob Halford. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I wake the kids up. When the kids are sleeping late, I'm always like, you know, Alexa, play Swedish death metal in Hayden's room, volume 10. That's, that's, that's my standard <laughs> wake up. That's my Santa wake up call. When I was growing up and in exactly. high school, you know, you had the audio. I mean, you didn't have Alexa or anything right, right. like that. Yeah. So it was a clock radio. And six o'clock a.m. every morning on Z100 in New York, they would play Money by Pink Floyd. So it was really? the first note as soon as it was. So I would wake up to that every, every single day. day of high school. Every day. Not bad. No. Show respect for someone who works for a living regardless of how trivial their job. Uh, I cannot agree with this more. You can tell more about a person by how they treat other people in working in, in, in service situations than anything else. How did we not talk about we but, were Julia Roberts freaking Friday night at the we, bar? We did. Uh, we oh, did. Man. You saw Julia Roberts? No, no. We got treated like pretty We are pretty woman. We, we are pretty. Really? Oh, we we asked to leave? We we were pretty much. we were at, you know we won't talk about the play 8 <laughs> 8 at Resorts World dead to me. We went to the cigar bar at 8, right? And they got there before I did and they sit down and um the guy the lady says, "Hey, just so you know, this table is reserved at 9 o'clock. It's 9:30?" I think it was 10 o'clock. Whatever it was, 9.30. It was 5.45. She's like 9.30. So at 9.30, and it's like 5.30. Yeah, I can go <laughs> home and take a nap and come back, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and they're still not going to fucking They're, they're, they're like, bro, if we're still here. I it, can play it, a game of cricket. Yeah. Between yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if we're still here, something's incredibly wrong. And she, and we're sitting there, and it's like. Half hour later. Half hour later, she and comes over, and I just ordered another drink. We she dropped comes over. now. At least 180 bucks at this point. Yeah, in, in, in 30 hour. minutes in we spent we spent 200 bucks, right? And uh, I just ordered another drink, and she the the hostess comes over. And she goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, the party that's gonna be here later. They got here early, so you guys have to move." There are empty tables in every direction. Do you look at us? Every everywhere, table. every table. And do you know where she tries to put us? Yeah, at the bar. No, no, she tried to put us oh. outside. Oh, outside, she tried to move. It us. was 40 freezing. mile an hour it winds. It, it was, was 50 degrees. She goes. You can go outside. We're like, look at all these things. And we're like, can we at least go to the bar? She goes, I guess. Yeah. They showed up three and a half hours, and then some guy sits there for 45 by minutes by himself. By himself. So we go, we go to the bar, and I, I, I set my drink back. I'm like, we'll go somewhere else. I don't want it. And then they put it on the bill. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it, it was it was bad form. It was all what, the way around bad what, form. If I'm you like, have reservations at 930 and you show up at 6, are you expecting no, your table? No, but you... No. you you need to be better at managing your. That place is fucked for a million reasons. Yeah, and I, I, I don't even want it to do well. I just hope it tanks because yeah. it's, it's got that air about it. Where mm. it's like, look how special we are. We offer literally nothing. Yeah, you're not that special. Interesting. You're not that <laughs> like, special. I don't know what makes you think that customer service shouldn't be paramount. But either way, way, when you walk, when you work with nightclub people or whatever, you go to industry people and they talk down to you. I hate that. Oh God! No bar that does that has ever survived. No, it hasn't. And this place is, you know, there you go. It's 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 on the crosshairs because I'll never I'll never spend another nickel in there. Never ever again. Oh, probably no, all of Resorts World. 
Well, you know, it's funny. It's look, it's look at the next one. Remember that 80% of success in any job is based on your ability to deal with people. <laughs> Shockingly apropos from the ordinary old man. And the last one we'll read from him, and we'll settle it up with this one is don't expect life to be fair. Fair is uh, in my house. And my, in my word, I don't know if you guys know this. Fair is actually a bad word in my house. Like if my kids say fair, it's like they're getting in trouble. Because like I'm always like, fair is where you buy cotton candy and, and hot dogs. Clint That's Eastwood it. and Unforgiven, it deserves got nothing to do yeah, with it. It deserves got nothing to do with it. It's exactly right. It's like there's only what a man can do and what a man will do. That's it. There's no fair. And uh, and we do that. Though. So, Colt, what is, what is the, give the people the best piece of advice you can give them as you're listening? All, both of them that are still here. <laughs> I mean, be careful about eating the fair's hot dogs. Those will... <laughs> Not settle in your stomach well. Is that what, is the that fair what? hot dog? No, eat the con candy. The hot dogs will make you sick. Okay. No, I think I think <laughs> the most important thing is there has been studies after studies after studies of going and talking to 80, 90 year old people mm-hmm. and their only regrets not doing something. Mm-hmm. It's not what they did, it's what they did not do. So that's being said. Say yes. Take action. Say yes. Yeah. Counselor, what do you got? Order the guacamole. Order the oh. guacamole. Who's yeah. got the best guac in town? Probably El Dorado. El Dorado. I give it to him. El Dorado downtown at the strip club. No, at the strip club. Oh, El Dorado Cantina. It's good. Oh, it's Guac is good. Guac is good. Gotcha. It's good. Guac is good. It is good. Counselor, what do you got? You already said guacamole. Oh, you said the guacamole. I'm just saying, like, don't. What do they say? Money and time. Don't don't. Yeah. Don't chance. Order the extra guacamole. Live it. Live it. Love it. You know, spend it. Order the guacamole. You're gonna die one day. You really are going to die one day. Yeah, Think about how more. lucky you are to exist in this point in time in, re, in in terms of we have modern dentistry, so it doesn't hurt that much to fix your teeth. <laughs> we have surgery where you can be in and out and not even realize laparoscopically. Like Every other point in human history prior to today was harder. Yeah. Okay? Every other point in human history, right? And just appreciate it. Just understand that you, you're blessed with... Um, do you think it's harder? Do you think I think 1986 was probably pretty solid for me. I think life was I much think easier. if you had to go I think back life was to easier 1986 for me now. If you had to go back to 1986, you may want to blow your brains out. Dude, I was at the skating <laughs> rink keeping it real in 86. Yeah, if you had, I, yeah. That was a solid like, run. Do I get 1986 energy then yeah, actually. Yeah, shoot that right of the problem. Yeah, Gordon, what do you got? Cheap. Final final bit of advice for folks. Uh, there's so much, but at the end of the day, find yourself the right woman. Yeah. Amen, to, Amen that. to that. Unless you're that a, makes the most sense. Unless you're a lady who is into men. Well, you know, <laughs> find your find your Partner. equal find your equal in the opposite gender. That's which is International Women's Day, so I had to you know clarify. I could you know I couldn't agree I mean. with that. My best piece of advice, I guess, as I would say as you go out there is if you have kids, remember they're watching everything you mm-hmm. do. And if you want your kids to turn out to be great people, you need to focus on being a great person yourself. And we'll go with that. Well, hope you guys enjoyed today's uh, little tidbit on advice. We'll be back next week with more Power Move. Remember, if you hated what we talked about today, if you absolutely couldn't stand it, tell two people. Because uh, But if you liked it, tell, uh, tell, tell four. Because it doesn't matter if you're talking good or bad. As long as they're talking about you. We'll see you next week. Rice cakes. Burr, burr, burr. Next week. Taste testing. <laughs> Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we have, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.